Welcome to the Autism Grown Up Podcast. I'm Rory Regan. And I'm Dr. Tara Regan, and we are from Autism Grown Up, a nonprofit focused on learning and sharing about autism and adulthood. Each week, we share what we're learning from our own experiences and what others are doing in the autism community. So join us for some fun conversations, and we hope you can bring something home with you each time you listen. This is for everyone in the autism community. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Autism Grown Up Podcast. Today, I'm coming at you solo and will be for the next maybe a couple of months or so because I wanted to share audio versions of our toolkits that are available within the Lifespan Toolbox on the Autism Grown Up website. This is our latest and greatest free resource library that we that I am adding to on a bi-weekly basis. And within that, to increase accessibility of our resources, we have these audio files that I want to share via podcast so you all can get to know the toolkits. And if it's a topic that's of interest to you, you can go and sign up for the Lifespan Toolbox. So ahead of that, if you're not already a member of the Lifespan Toolbox, you can easily sign up. It's free free resource library. Like I said, you can go to autismgrownup.com slash toolbox and you can learn more there and read all about it and sign up for it. And um, you'll get the emails, bi-weekly emails of when a new release is coming up. You can also check out the calendar of what upcoming releases there are. There's a suggestion box, lots of good stuff in there. Um, So please head over there if you're interested. Without further ado, I'm going to go over the Transportation Toolkit. You are listening to the audio version of the Transportation Toolkit, which is available from the Lifespan Toolbox at the Autism Grown Up Resource Center. About the Lifespan Toolbox. The Lifespan Toolbox consists of toolkits for each topic area important to the lifespan, particularly preparing for and navigating adulthood. This information is applicable for those who have a younger child on the autism spectrum, teens, and adults, and in our experience, it's never too early to be thinking about adulthood. We've collected research, lived experiences from autistic people, the majority of whom do prefer identity-first language here, and others supporting them. Our professional experience serving the community, and we also we combined it all into an interactive web page and PDF to easily download and share. You can keep an eye out for the symbols below for helpful tips related to each role. We have a dark blue circle for self-advocates, a green circle for family members and caregivers, a lighter blue circle, kind of dark still, of professionals symbol. And then lastly, a lighter green community stakeholder symbol. Overview. Uh, Transportation is a major part of navigating daily life. It is one of the most frequently listed areas of need by autistic individuals, family members, and professionals working with people on the autism spectrum, especially as they get older, past childhood. In adulthood, sometimes adolescence, using transportation is linked to post-secondary education, employment, services, and social and recreational opportunities. Below is an image of a car uh, with connected routes to different locations listed above, uh, to a college, to grocery shopping, to a pizza restaurant, 
and to a place of work. In this transportation toolkit, we'll be focusing on the transportation options, as well as discussing some of the obstacles to transportation for autistic people. Each individual is in a different place and can benefit from learning about the options available to them. Certain types of transportation can be difficult to manage for some, and there are also other considerations, such as geographic area, transportation options in your local community, and accessibility. We'll be covering public transportation as well as briefly other personal private options such as driving and rideshare programs. The toolkit is for self-advocates, parents, professionals, and community members. In whatever role you occupy, you can use this guide to support your knowledge on the topic, share information with others in your support networks, and use this in discussions about transportation. Let's focus on section. This topic is incredibly vast, so we'll start on a few key areas of importance and frequently asked questions. We will further clarify questions about transportation, address misconceptions, and provide some ideas for further discussion with others via the role you occupy. Transportation is a tremendous area of need for adults on the autism spectrum. In a focus study, a focus group study with autistic adults and parents or guardians, autistic adults reported a lack of transport options in their community, familiarity with public transportation, and a lack of cost-effective options. Parents and caregivers shared similar concerns in addition to worries about safety and other long-term financial concerns. In the quote below, we see a quote from this particular study by Lubin and Feely in 2016. It says, Many adults discuss the difficulties of relying on their families for transportation or to secure a driver's license or both as a means to achieve greater independence and employment success. There is a link below this quote where you can click to read the research on this topic, and specifically this research article. The first question within the Let's Focus On section is, what types of public transportation are available in my community? Our answer is, it depends. Check with your local and state department transportation and developmental disability agencies to confirm options available to you and your community and how you can access them. Given your needs, you can hopefully find a match. For example, finding a ride program for getting to your supported employment. Here are lists of options that you can ask around in your community from the ARC. Below is a notebook sheet of paper with a list across four distinct categories that we've pulled from the ARC slash Autism Now program and have updated to reflect any changes in links and so on. The first section is the Department of Transportation, and they have three distinct programs here. They have ADA paratransit programs for people with disabilities who are not able to use local fixed route bus systems. A person usually has to pay for each ride, though, or maybe they can get their services to help support these rides. And then we have commuter connections. Many communities have organized carpool and vanpool options. So that's where the Department of Transportation may have this information. And what lasts in this section is medical transportation programs. 
where they can give rides to people with disabilities or individuals with limited incomes to medical appointments, which is really key here. The second section is your local public transit agency, so a little bit more local. Uh, you can look at public buses and trains. These transportation types typically offer reduced fares for people with disabilities. Second section, or second of this list, deviated bus routes. Some public buses may deviate or go off the fixed route, quote-unquote, between stops to pick up a rider. So you can look at more into that type of program. And then the third type of program under the local public transit agency is community ride programs. Some programs recruit volunteer drivers to provide rides for residents that have limited or no public transportation. The third section under this list is a local service provider, uh, where we have one bullet here, ride programs for seniors and people with disabilities. Some cities and towns fund weekly ride programs to grocery stores, banks, medical buildings, and other local destinations for elders and people with disabilities. And the last section is resources for low income. You can access this as well. Uh, this it has one bullet point as well with taxis and workers needing transportation. Many communities may have programs that assist workers with low incomes to get to and from work here. The second question is, how can I teach using transportation? Our answer is, we recommend a variety of strategies around teaching, specifically teaching strategies that are supportive of individuals on the autism spectrum. These are evidence-based practices identified by a research group out of the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. They've created video modules for learning these practices called a FIRM, for short. Uh, for long, it's autism-focused intervention resources and modules. We encourage you to start early and work often at this in terms of teaching, whether it is with one transportation option or driving, multiple options, or a combination of all. Start with where the individual is. Consider our response to the question previously about transportation options and select an evidence-based practice or two that supports the individual's strengths and learning. The most common evidence-based practices or strategies we'd recommend using here to teach are visual supports. You can use bus route guides to support you, uh, tickets, photos of the bus, and so on. Uh, Self-management is another one where you can create checklists for the individual to use themselves and social narratives if needed to help the individual better understand the why and sometimes how of the intricacies of using transit. There are so many different social communication interactions that happen on the bus or different transportation. And the Affirm modules give you a great starting base to plan and use these strategies. The third question is, what if there aren't any feasible transportation options in my community? And so from here, our answer is, we would recommend looking at the list from the arc above, two questions before, the transportation's option list. And because they do provide some creative and resourceful ways that you may not be aware of that you could ask for from your local agencies to find transportation that may not necessarily be listed in easy to find places. So also reach out to your support network, your family, your friends, neighbors, and other community members to find rideshare and other ideas. 
Below is a recording of a presentation from a collaboration between Easter Seals and the National Center for Mobility Management on the on the Office of Autism Research Coordination Coordination YouTube channel. It's a big one. Big grouping of words there. You can click the computer below to open the window to watch the video. It's about an hour presentation and the title of it is Transportation and Mobility Options to Support Post-School Transition for Youth with Autism. A sample of ideas from this presentation for rural communities that you can also use for wherever you live is to think about this, any of these four factors. You can look at volunteer driver programs, creating it or coordinating it, uh, develop some demand response systems, engage employers, healthcare, and other non-traditional service providers, or create a Ruber service, R-U-B-E-R, which is like an organic rideshare program, playing off the word Uber here. And now for our strategy se section, here are some starter strategies depending on where you are with transportation. Number one, create transportation routines. This process using visual supports and other evidence-based strategies listed above in the previous questions can aid in building consistency, understanding, and comfort in using transportation. This can also help differentiate the transportation options and uses. Below we have a picture of a binder that says riding the bus. And below it says on a bulleted Point item list. Um, you can put your bus schedule in there, alternate buses, alternate bus schedules, uh, social stories, when the schedule changes, what to do if the bus doesn't arrive, and then contact information for home, work, and others within your support network. And this binder can help contribute to a sense of comfort, safety, and accommodates flexibility all things you need to be thinking about when you're navigating transportation. Number two strategy here is reach out to your support network for options as needed. You can build connections with those who are drivers um, of buses or other transportation, um, working with staff or others who are using this transportation option. Um, these individuals in particular may know more about, as they get to know you, they'll get to know more about you and your needs or the autistic person in your life's needs, maybe they will start to share more of this information within their organization and with others that they're in networks with. This is another way to feel safe and grow connections in the community. And then we have a bus driver with a uh, thought bubble or a speech bubble that says, gotta grow that community network. Number three strategy let your local autism organizations know about this huge need. Depending on the organization, they are working to advocate for more services and options for transportation. And you can also, within these organizations, seek out and work with other autism families in your community to set up rideshare and other programming options. Within the support section, we have some starter support here. Number one, connect online and in person. Reach out to communities online and in person to you. Remember that you can take this one step at a time and that you can bounce ideas off of others in your support network too. There's a bunch of rings. The, the most inward ring is a circle that says you. Second ring out, it says your support network. That can be family, friends, 
others you go to for support, like your neighbor, coworkers, etc. And then outside rings are those anyone who's in your local community. And then we see the community symbol here for stakeholders. This is the place where there are such huge, tremendous gaps for the ASD community. How can you help connect and build bridges here? So we're encouraging community members to get involved here. And then the section, second option for support is with Autism Grown Up. This is just the start of the conversation, and we invite you to continue this within our Facebook group. This is a space where you can post your questions, grab and try ideas, and chat things out. Within the group, you can link up with members of our community and locally to you. This hive mind may be just what you need to get answers and support you need to get started and work through obstacles as they arise. And our last section is the for more info section or resources section. This is a spot where we have links to a variety of resources that we've used to compile this guide and also encourage you to look at for more information if you're looking into options in your community and just general ideas. Uh, we have the first here is a resource page from the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. It's the Car Autism Roadmap section. Getting around, it's a matter of independence is the title. Secondly, we have that research article from earlier, uh, Transportation Issues of Adults on the Autism Spectrum, Findings from the Focus Group Discussions. And this is from the Transportation Research Record, the Journal of the Transportation Research Board. And then finally, we have a blog post from the ARC called Using Public Transportation, their Autism Now program, where we got that big list. And so as of this recording, these are three resources listed in this toolkit. We like to keep these toolkits fresh and updated, so keep a, um, an eye out on this section because this will be growing over time. Thank you for checking out the Lifespan Toolbox, specifically the Transportation Toolkit. I hope this information helped you along your journey in figuring out transportation options in your community. And thank you all for listening to today's episode. You can check out everything that we talked about in our show notes on the Autism Grown Up website, autismgrownup.com. And this is also linked in the description of this episode, wherever you are listening today. And this leads me to a quick ask. So if you found value in this episode and know that others would really also benefit from listening to this podcast, please leave us a rating and review. This really truly helps others in the autism community be able to find us easier online. You can also take a screenshot of you listening to the podcast on your phone or whatever device and tag us at Autism Grown Up. That's pretty much our tag everywhere. And that also helps get the word out about the show in a big way. So thank you ahead of time for doing that. And thank you so much again for listening to another episode of the AGU podcast. I'm looking forward to our episode next week, and I'll chat with y'all soon. This episode was brought to you by our supporters. We are a nonprofit, and we would love you to become a supporter yourself of future episodes like this one. Like I mentioned, this is just one of the many resources we offer in our resource center, and we're working towards a fundraising goal on expanding our resource center, and we need your help. Go to autismgrownup.com support dash AGU to learn more and help us keep the show and our resource center running. 